0: Want to be a radical for jesus well this is pastor david host of restoring your voice and that's what this show is geared toward geared toward everyday christians to equip you for the good works of jesus and live out your faith radically and i hope you enjoy this episode of restoring, restoring your voice Alrighty then welcome everybody to uh this week's bible-based q a pastor david your host here I know it's been a while. I took a week off and uh, then, you know, was sick. So in case you're wondering why, I haven't been on. Uh, but anyway, here we are, and this is your chance, anybody at all, all right? doesn't matter if you're a Christian, uh, any other religion, no religion, um, atheist, Satanist. It's your chance to ask your Bible-based questions, whatever they are. I don't care uh, if you agree with it. With, uh, christianity um if you want to challenge me on certain positions if you want to challenge me on the authenticity of scripture if you want to say well well this is a contradiction in scripture go ahead uh and and ask that uh you you may we may be christians you may disagree with me on my on uh uh, being a a post-trib rapture belief maybe uh, maybe uh, you want to challenge me on dispensationalism. Maybe you're a dispensationalist um, or replacement theology. Uh, really, honestly, uh, any any number of things, um, any, anything related to the Bible really whatsoever. You, you may believe that uh, people can't, there's no such thing as remarriage. That the Bible is staunchly against remarriage, right? And I hold, and I, I don't see that in the Bible, but you may. So, so this is your chance to uh, challenge me on that uh or ask about it or you may ask what about gifts maybe you don't believe that the gifts of the spirit are for today well go ahead and ask me about that maybe, maybe you think to- tongues everybody every believer should have it maybe maybe you think that maybe you think um that the gifts of tongues are the sign of the baptism of the Holy spirit right but i don't see that in scripture but you can ask about that, and you can challenge me. I don't mind any challenges. I had a wonderful time the last time I did this with people challenging me. I'm, I had no issue with it. Iron the iron. The only thing that I ask of people, is that if we're going to disagree, then, then let's uh, disagree in love. All right, let's let's disagree uh, amicably, uh, if you will. Um, a- anything at all, any anything, um, to do with the Bible. And then right after this. Um, I'll be doing a show on on God's two a uh, twofold gift, the gift of conviction and repentance. So go ahead, and put your best any Bible-based question in the chat right now, and I'll answer them. And by the way, you can ask more than one time. That's 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 the wonderful thing about this, um, is that you can ask more than one Bible-based question whatsoever. So go ahead, and put it in the chat right now. Like I said, on any topic whatsoever, um, you may want to challenge me on beliefs and. I am okay with that. I, I'm perfectly fine with that. So uh, now's your chance. You can ask me about forgiveness. You can ask me about repentance. You can ask me, um, like I said, about uh women in ministry, women pastors, women teachers. You can um like I said, you think something contradicts, you think you see a contradiction in scripture, and go by go ahead and 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 we'll uh, we'll reason this out together. So go ahead. I just see a couple of viewers on, so don't be shy. Put your uh, questions right there in the chat. And I've got I've got the scriptures ready to be pulled up too as well. Uh, so you may say, well, what about this scripture here? What is that? How about this one? Maybe you think we have wicked hearts. Maybe you think that the Bible says in what the Bible says in Jeremiah that the heart is wicked above all else, applies to believers today, born again Christians. Go ahead, challenge me on that because I don't I don't agree with that, and we can work it out together. Uh, maybe you believe that that we're still sinners even though we're saved. So we we you can ask about that. You know, I've I've done a, a show all about that topic where I said, well, no, we're not sinners, all right, we are now saints. But please, by all means, any Bible-based question, I'm just throwing out there to try, to try to get your ideas flowing, and your juices flowing uh, on the topic. So like I said, any question related to the Bible whatsoever, right? Maybe 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 you think that the canon of Scripture includes the Apocrypha. Well, go ahead and challenge me on that, because I I I don't hold to that at all. Maybe, 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 maybe you have, well, what about this belief And an early church father held to X, Y, or Z belief? Well, let's, let's compare it against scripture. Uh, like you said, uh, maybe, maybe you're cessationist. Maybe you think the uh, gifts of the spirit don't exist today. Maybe you think his tongues is the sign of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Go ahead. I'm, go ahead and put your uh, questions uh, right there uh, in the chat. Like I said, we'll, we will work this out. Let, let's, uh, let's reason together. So I have the scriptures. So go ahead put it right now is your chance uh to ask your questions and, and put them in the chat. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. All right. The question you may have, I, I guarantee, I guarantee there are other people that have the same question. Um, but they they just they didn't ask it or they didn't get a chance to ask it, but they want to answer it. Or maybe they didn't know they needed to an answer it because you asked the question, you helped other people out as well. Um, So, so go ahead. All right, Tony is in the in the chat. Okay, so hey, welcome to the show and thank you for the question, Tony. It says here, if we can't earn salvation through our works, right? uh, Why then can we lose uh, salvation because of works? All right. Also once known as one saved, always saved. Well, first of all, great question. Um, And I've been actually reading up on this very same subject. You're right. We can't earn it through works. You're absolutely right. For the, let me say, I one hundred thousand percent agree with you on that, right? Um, I, I I think that forfeiting our salvation or losing our salvation—I I don't really like the term. Let me say first and foremost about losing. Uh, like we can lose a set of keys, and we don't know. Uh, it, it's it's um, a choice. So I think it goes much deeper than than the subject of works. Um, it's it's our failure to stay holy. To live holy lives, Um, it's numerous scriptures point this out that we can actually, by choice, not by I don't I I don't so I wouldn't say works, but by by choice um, that we can actually yes truly and forfeit our salvation. So let me see, and let me know uh, how well the scriptures are are for you guys on the screen, and I will change things up for you. Uh, Let me let me go to um, I'm going to go to. Couple of different places here. Uh, all right, let me get this working. Hebrews. So we have a couple of places um, that the Bible commands us um, to pay attention to. Um, it says here, therefore, um, pay. This is from uh, Hebrews chapter two, uh, verse one. Therefore, we must pay close attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. So, so that's a mindset that we can have if we're not paying attention. In other words. Um, where we have to pay okay what are we taught right we, we're taught to pray we're we're taught to to study the word but but because of some choices we make that starts to to slowly drift away it starts to slowly fade away and and we drift away i, I like this language here where it says lest we drift because it it's slow because forfeiting our salvation is not an instantaneous matter it starts somewhere in our life some compromise in our life um let's see what else? Uh let's see if I can work this here. uh that doesn't quite work. I'm trying to figure out how to go to the next chapter. Um, uh, we have um chapter chapter three. Um, let's see. Just scrolling down here. It's really big on my screen. So bear with me here. And by the way, please pop your questions in there and while I'm answering a question. I will get to them no problem. Uh so go put your questions right there. Um Let's see. You uh, know. Uh, see. Take care, brothers. Here we go. Verse twelve. Um. Uh, lest there be any. Let there be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. Okay. So yes, can can we fall away? Yes, we absolutely can. We can allow wickedness into our hearts. We can do that in many different ways. Um, using an example from men, uh, for instance, we 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 start lusting after women, or or maybe. We don't have quite control over, like, God has set us free from sin, but we didn't have control. We start lusting, and then, then we start watching movies that we shouldn't be watching, right? And the Lord convicts us, and then we deny his conviction, and we watch it, and we think, well, because I'm not bothered by it anymore, then therefore it must be okay, but all that time more compromise, more compromise, and one sin leads to another sin. And then sin also leads to worse sin. So it's a like the song says, it's a slow phase. So so forfeiting our salvation is not an instantaneous matter, it's not one minute I am, one minute I, I'm not. Um, that's no way to live. Uh that's no way to to live for Christ as a Christian. Um, but if we're not careful, if we're not diligent, um, Jesus Himself, if we go to the book of Revelation warns these churches and i I believe one of the greatest things that that we can look at in in the book of revelation is when he writes to the church of ephesus and he says you did this you did that you do that but you have left your first love he said this i have against you and also um all elsewhere in revelation talks about that our names can indeed be blotted out from the book of life so we have numerous scriptures and and like i said it it goes beyond it it goes beyond mere mere works all right it's not saying um there we go it's not saying that like um we can lose our salvation because of works um i would say it's a heart matter it goes deeper than that all right tony says let's see can you look up Ephesians 1, 13 through 14? Do you believe that you can be unsealed? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Actually, I've been I'm preaching right now through the book of, of um, um Ephesians. But yeah, yeah, for the for the sake of everybody. And um I will, like I said, let me know it, when I bring the scriptures up on the screen if if you can see them or not. Um if you can't read them, uh let me know and I will uh adjust things. So hold on. Um let's see. Yes go to Ephes- sorry about that. Ephesians chapter 1, 13 through 14, I know exactly what you're talking about. So it says here, um in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promise of promised holy spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we uh, acquire possession of it to the praise of, of his glory, right? Now, fair enough. Now, like I said, can it be broken? Yes. Now, here's, here's the thing. Right, you see this one scripture about being sealed, right? Or the Holy Spirit is our seal. Gu- guarantee, if you will. Absolutely true. But don't take one scripture, and when you have a, a numerous other scriptures that say, that say we can actually forfeit our salvation, right? If you say one scripture, you don't discard the numerous other scriptures. Um, like I said, I, I, I've mentioned scriptures right now talking about uh, jesus mentioned that we can be the very elect can be deceived uh in the last days uh many will fall away it talks about um many other scriptures in the book of hebrews alone uh hebrews chapters two three i believe four six and so on talk about this uh repeatedly um so we have numerous other scriptures as well so can a seal be unsealed absolutely um, letters were often sealed in the ancient times, right, until the person who was authorized to read such letter or whatever you may be, whatever you want to call it, would unseal it. So seals can absolutely 100% um, be broken. So thank you for the question. Um, and like I said, let me just let me one more time for, for the audience. Um, just because we see one scripture somewhere, but we have numerous other scriptures. We don't discard those numerous other scriptures based on that scripture alone. Uh, let's see. Roz here. I'm sure this is a question. Works of the law, circumcision, right? Okay. Um, let's see. Richard here. My friend. Glad you're doing better. I'm speaking in tongues. I know that something additional happens in receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Could it be too much is given, much is required? Yeah. Actually, I do see that in the scriptures because... Paul is not, in 1 Corinthians, where Paul really gives a great discourse on the gifts of the Spirit, how they should operate, things like that, right? He he, uh, he talks about, I wish, for instance, that you would all prophesy, for instance, right? So we could definitely interpret it as saying that not all prophesy, but therefore we can ask for it, right? We, we can ask, hey, Lord, I ask for this this wonderful gift of prophecy. Um, yeah, um, like I, I read, I don't see anywhere in scripture that tells me of a subsequent baptism of the Holy Spirit after salvation. What I read in scripture is that once you are saved, you become also baptized by the Holy Spirit. Now, this is aside from, if you don't believe in that, then obviously you're not going to, it's not going to happen. Um, no different than the, the disciples that showed up in the book of Acts and they had never heard and they said, well, what were you baptized? They said, we were We were baptized into John's baptism with water, so they hadn't received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. But that's that's the exception and not the rule. And that we can and and just because we get baptized in the Holy Spirit doesn't mean it's a one and done deal. That's all we get. Whatever gift we get, whatever gifts we don't get, well, good luck, Chuck. It's left up to you. No, I I I don't see that anywhere in the scriptures. What I see in the scriptures is mainly clear that we can ask. Right, that that God is gives gifts, Um, and let me see if I can pull this up here. This is really weird trying to do this on my when I have it all when I have this blown up on my screen. Let me think real quick where I'm gonna see it. I believe First Corinthians 12, Um, one body, member members. Okay, Uh, okay. Um, so we have appointed apostles, prophets, healings um okay go to uh chapter 14 here so excuse my my bad memory uh let's see uh, but yeah he thought pursue love but for um let's see now i would i want you all to speak in tongues but even more to prophesy so clearly there are those who don't um so not all do but he wants them to um, I think everybody will get the same gift, obviously. Uh, let's see. Just scrolling down here. So you got to excuse me on this. Yeah, like I said, it's really weird being blown up on my screen. So I know I, I know where the scriptures are. So bear with me here a second here. Uh, various gifts. Um, but the same spirit. Right? Various services. Um, to each is given. For one to one is given through the spirit. And I mean, wisdom, right? So here we go. Verse 8. Uh, the utterance of wisdom. Um, James says, to him who lacks wisdom, let him ask for it. Hey, why, why can't we ask for the gift of wisdom? If You know, why not? To another utterance of knowledge. To another f- uh, faith by the same spirit. To another miracles, prophecy. And and this and it says, all these are empowered by one and same spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills, right? So why can't we pray, hey, Lord, I would like, for instance, the gift of tongues but according to your will. Who's to say he won't give us? I mean, there are numerous testimonies where people ask specifically as well for gifts, desired gifts, for instance, to desire, we'll say, the gift of tongues, and they receive the gift of tongues. So there's no saying that we, we can't ask for more So um, really great great question Um, I appreciate it I'm doing my best to give an in-depth explanation to it Um, Like I said, any other questions Please pop them in If you've asked one You want to ask another one Go ahead, put it in the chat right now Like I said, anything Maybe maybe you think um, We have wicked hearts Well, what does scripture actually say about that? If you disagree with me on that Then please go ahead Challenge me on it. I don't see where anywhere in scripture where where uh, the saved have wicked hearts. I don't see it anywhere. But you may have scriptures that you say, "Well, I think these scriptures say, okay." Then by all means, bring put, put them in the chat. Maybe, maybe you think, um, I don't know. Maybe think, believe in a preacher of rapture, and we can we can definitely go into that. Um, maybe you believe that the Bible is a science book. Hmm. Is it actually a science book or not? In other words, does it speak of the science of creation or not? Um, Things like that. Maybe you think, I don't know. Just just putting it out there and um, thinking, you know, um, get get your juices flowing here. Uh, Like I said, you can ask as many questions as you wish, and I, I will do my best to get to them. Okay, oh, we have Tony here. Uh, Tony says here, why do you believe Lazarus wept at the tomb of Jesus? Um, knew he was fully God and the resurrection. Sorry, I didn't have the scripture. Um, currently outside, okay. Not a question. Let me let me go, let me go look, 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 look this up real quick. So you said, uh, is it let's see, I mm, can think of it off the top of my head. So Lazarus wept, um, at let me go look it up here real quickly uh oh I see where g I don't not sure where Lazarus wept I know where Jesus wept I think is that what you're talking about is you talking about where um Jesus wept gotcha 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 well that's a that's a good question so that was in in John um I said I was like I couldn't I couldn't think of it John chapter 11. Um, that's where you can find the story if you if you want to go find the story uh, of what happened. Why did Jesus well when he knew he was because death is grievous to God, right? Which proves, by the way, that God has emotions just like we do, right? He has emotions. Emotions are godly, right? Being angry is okay as long as we don't sin in it. Grief is okay. God, God, there are many times where God talked about his grief. Uh, towards the children of israel on the refusal to repent and a refusal to get right with him and Jesus on earth was also fully human He was fully god and fully human, you know the hypostatic union So yes, absolutely. Jesus would weep even though he was going to um, he He most likely would have wept because now, you know, he knew Lazarus really well and Yes, he did die and also, you know death death affects more than just one person it would have affected family. It would have affected friends, and that's grievous too. But but death is grievous to God. That, that was never part of God's plan. God's plan was never for for that um, to happen. But but it entered into the world. So of course Jesus would. Of course he would grieve. Of course he would grieve with with family. Um, remember on the road, um, they came up. Jesus, why didn't you come sooner to us? And and he's like. He, he, Of course, he would grieve. That death, death is just a horrible thing, and we, we. I mean, how about this? We, we grieve when we know that a loved one who is saved goes to heaven. We, we know that. Uh, we, we know. Uh, we will use uh, the most recent one I can think of. Uh, Pastor Jack Hayford recently passed away, but people grieve. I mean, I, I didn't really know anything about the guy myself. I never read anything by him. I didn't really know anything about him, um, but. But nonetheless, I know that there are those who would grieve over his death, even though he went to heaven, and they'll meet him in heaven one day. So, of course, Jesus would grieve. Um, let's see. Something somebody said about tongues here. Yeah, go ahead and put your question in the chat. Um, oh, so let me just put this up on the screen real quick. Eric says, uh, working hard due to examiners coming soon. Oh, his cousin-in-law is in hospice, end-stage liver failure, so please pray for him and my cousin as well. Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, let's see, Roz made a comment here. It seems from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 13 through 19, that Paul included himself into the category of unknown tongue without understanding. Yes. Um, let's go bring up that scripture on the screen real quick. Absolutely. And I we can dig into this. Um, uh, just Let me see. 13, 13, 13. Um, Therefore, one who speaks in tongues uh speaks in a tongue should pray that he may interpret for if i pray in the tongue my spirit prays but my mind is unfruitful what am i to do i will pray with my spirit but uh, pray with my mind also i will sing praises okay um otherwise if you give thanks with your spirit how can anyone in the position of an outsider say amen okay for you may be giving thanks well enough but the other person is not being built up and yes paul talks about um let me remember real quick here Ah, for one who speaks in chapter in verse two speaks in a tongue, speaks not to men but to God. For no one understands; somebody understands the mysteries of God. Yes, absolutely, that is um what the gift of tongues is. Now you may it may it may be a foreign tongue as well, but this is an unknown tongue. And Paul makes it clear because he's talking to the Corinthian church, right, uh, uh, the church at Corinth, because they're operating with these gifts of the spirit, but they're not. Operating in an orderly manner, so he's saying, Hey, tongues, this is an unknown tongue, don't do it around unbelievers, right? Because he said this is a sign for unbelievers. Because in the ancient days, a a foreign nation would invade another nation, right, in in an unknown tongue, they would speak an unknown tongue, uh, for instance, and also when the lords would send the Assyrians and then the Babylonians against, um. Judah and Israel um they which they spoke in a foreign tongue so when he says this is a this is an unknown tongue and it's a sign against unbelievers because an unknown tongue is a sign of God's judgment against a nation of people so yes absolutely okay Richard says here divine healing is it his will that we don't suffer sicknesses no um it's his will no um, people think people will say well Jesus healed um, everybody he came across and I, and I hold to that. Did Jesus heal everybody? No. Did Jesus heal everybody at, at the pool of Bethesda when he healed the one guy? No, he didn't do it. So, so is it his will that, that, that we will always be healed? I, no, not necessarily. Um, though I don't have a perfect explanation. I can't give an give a certain answer. Why? Why everybody doesn't get healed I don't know God healed me from migraines He healed me from uh, having to wear glasses and tinted lenses at that Uh, He healed me from having to walk with a cane But I still have emphysema I I still have um, Neck and back pain Nonetheless, I have other other issues that he has not yet healed me from I can't give you a perfect answer for that Um, But we have examples in the scriptures um, Timothy being one out of many um, that just weren't healed. He had a stomach problem. Um, and Paul makes mentions of, makes mention of other people, um, I believe in his letters, where they weren't healed e- either. Um, why it doesn't happen? I don't know. Is it is it his will that we should be sick? No, I don't think so. But one day we will all be healed, whether here on earth or in eternity. Um, so I, I can't give you a perfect answer on that. Um, oops. Thank you for praying. Okay. Um see uh has, oh, by the way, but I don't give up on that either. Just because I'm not healed and I don't see it happen, I'm pushing in because the Bible says that if we lay hands on the sick, they shall be healed. So I can't give you a perfect answer why it doesn't happen every time. But as for me, I because the Bible says if we lay hands on the sick and they shall be healed, then I hold that. I hold to that. If I don't, whether I see it happen all the time or not. I'm still going to do it because the Bible says it can be done. Um, so I just want to encourage people in, in that um, um, there. So, yeah, go ahead and put your questions in. we got about 15 minutes left before i got to stop this and get ready to do the next show right after this. Um, so go ahead if you have uh, questions here. Um, ooh, I like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Some say we don't have enough faith for our healing. False doctrine, absolutely. Absolutely. You weren't healed because of your faith. I know many fine people of God um, that that have great faith, great faith who who were not healed. I okay, how about this? Here's an example that comes to mind. I don't I can't I don't know his name. I can't remember. There's a Marine. May I don't know if he still does it, but he was he used to go around to different churches, right? He got his legs blown off in, in Vietnam. Um and he still has no legs. Great man, great man of faith who goes around preaching. Um, I've seen, oh, I can't think of off the top of my head, some some people in the chat may, but I, um, but, um, I can't think, but there are many fine preachers throughout history who suffer sicknesses um, and it had nothing to do with their lack of faith. Um, it just a mystery at times why it doesn't happen. Is it perhaps at time to thorn in our side? I think so. That could be it. Also, um, I think that it doesn't have anything to do with lack of faith. It has to do with us being able to minister, glorifying God in our infirmities and in our weaknesses. I, b- I believe that absolutely 100%. Because people can say, well, wow. I mean, it's one thing to look at a person who walks in perfect health, right? And say, okay, well, I think I think you I think you're working with God. It's another thing to see somebody not that way, who has a tremendous amount of faith, who ministers, who preaches the gospel, who who evangelizes, and they have infirmities, and they're not complaining. They're a joyous person day after day. I think I think that's a greater testimony, um, in a way, uh, that points people to God. I think so. Um, right, Derek says, guys, not yeah. We don't have yeah, faith is not a coin. Right. Right. I, lo- I love the Bible who says uh, the Bible obviously says that faith is the substance of things not seen the substance of things hoped for. So we don't see it. Faith is not about seeing is believing. Faith is not about, well, I'll believe when I see the fruits. Oh, I don't have a perfect example. Uh, like I said, a perfect reasoning about healing. But I know what the Bible says, so I'm going to push into it. I'm going to keep pushing into it. I'm going to keep pushing into it. I'm not giving up. So, great questions today. Because we'll keep on asking them. Anything at all. Anything at all. Like I said, you can challenge me. Go ahead, iron sharpens iron. If you're, if you're an unbeliever right now, in other words, you're not a Christian. Then go ahead, and challenge me. Ask, ask your, ask your questions. I'm not a Christian. And I think it's wrong that the Bible says this, or I maybe you're a progressive Christian watching. And you think the Bible. Supports homosexuality He said well, jesus never spoke on that Go ahead challenge me on it Well, uh, well, maybe 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 you believe we only have one commandment to follow now Maybe you think we don't need the old testament Go ahead challenge me on that Challenge me on any eschatological views trib, pre-wrath post trib, mid-trip you name it I don't mind I don't mind being challenged. I don't mind disagreements, as long as we can disagree in love. That's all. That's the only thing I ask: let's let's remain amicable. Um, so, yeah, I'm just trying to pay attention to the chat here. Uh, see if there's any any more questions um, coming in. Um, so, yeah, please, by all means, um, any question, anything related to the Bible. So maybe think, oh well, this is a contradiction. Let's talk about it. Maybe think, two different genealogies of Jesus are a contradiction. Let's talk about it. Maybe, 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 I don't know. Hey, um, Shreya, welcome, welcome, welcome. And so please go ahead, go ahead, by all means. Any question in in, in regards to the Bible? Maybe you disagree with the Trinitarian, Trinity. Maybe you think that's not true. Maybe, Maybe you don't think Jesus is God. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe how about this? Maybe you're a oneness Pentecostal, and you think we should only baptize in the name of Jesus alone. Challenge me on that. If not, well, any question whatsoever. Just trying to get the juices flowing, people. Um, we got, like I said, we got we got about just under 15 minutes left. I um, said before I have to go and get ready to do the very next show right after this one. So go ahead, and pop your questions in the chat. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Um, uh, no such thing as a stupid question in regards to this. Um, may you know your question. I guarantee somebody else, and they're not watching live right now, but later on they'll be either watching or listening to this on audio podcast. Um, oh, here we go. So Shreya here says, "Dear Bro David, Brother David, please give clarification about rapture. Everything from pre and post because I have a lot of confusion, bro." Sure. Okay. Um. So I don't think I have enough time to bring up every scripture on this. So we have people who believe in a preacher rapture. Now, first, let me say this: didn't, this belief did not come around until the 19th century. Um, I have not seen anything where even the early church fathers. But the thing is, whether or not one what people believe, what does the Bible say on this matter? Um, and the thing is, with with pre tribulation rapture beliefs is you can't find an explicit scripture that says so now what do i mean by that uh if we go to the bible uh we'll see that jesus will return at the shout at, at the last trumpet for instance right so so i can say so you can say well how why would i believe in a posture rapture and by the way i used to be a preacher rapture believer okay i used to believe in that so why why do you, why do i think it's it's not um it's true because it's not there, but I can see where okay, why is it after the tribulation? Well, because I see that where he returns Jesus returns at the last trumpet if you go to Acts chapter one and it says and they're standing and, and we see Jesus ascending that they're actually seeing him ascend to heaven and the angels say, why are you why are you looking the same way Jesus left is the exact same way he's going to return. The Very same way, so in other words, they saw him, and then we will see him when he returns. Um, we see also at the shout at the at like the voice of an archangel. Um, the Bible says, and, and you'll say, "What? Well, but what about, well, what about in in? I've heard that the church isn't mentioned, um, after Revelation chapter three, I think is the is the um. It might be, people might say after Revelation chapter 4, but I can't remember. But basically they say, okay, so the rest of the, of the book, the church is not mentioned. Well, what about that? Well, that's c- completely bogus, because the seven letters were written to seven specific churches and let me just pause and say by the way, the book of Revelation was primarily written to churches who were about to suffer intense persecution. So specific churches. So the argument where the church isn't mentioned is, is 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 well it holds no weight. Um well what about you say well god won't allow us to suffer what well, what really because everywhere in the Bible they suffered. Right? Different church tradition some traditions hold that Stephen was martyred in India. Speared to death or not um, Thomas sorry Thomas um you know, we see where there's good proof that Paul was be, um, you know, um, be, beheaded in Rome. Uh, we have Stephen martyred um, in this world you will have tribulations. Jesus says as nothing says nothing the Bible says we escape. Well what about the argument and say, well, well God took for instance, Noah out. No, no, he didn't bring him out. He brought him through. He still had to go through the storm. He still had to go through the flood. God, is, God has never taken us out. Suffering is normal. So like I said, search the scriptures for yourself. Right? Go ahead, examine some pre-tribulation belief systems and see if there's any actual scripture that explicitly, Now, when I word say the word ex- explicitly, um, I mean something that's plainly and clearly tells us these things. Right? People say, well, the Holy Spirit will be taken out the world, which makes no sense. For instance, well, it just says what the restrainer is. It doesn't tell us that it's specifically specifically the Holy Spirit. And and this is what I studied when I was like, I don't know if this is pre-tribulation. is true. Let me go look in the Bible first, and I couldn't find anywhere where where what people said where Scripture could actually back that up. So that's why I urge people to do always. Um, I you know I I know we don't have um, lots and lots of time to, to answer this, but um, I, that's what I would recommend Before reading any any other books on this Is just, okay, well this, they say this Okay, let me, let me see if that's true Let me see if the Bible, if it lines up with the actual Scriptures, you'll see that it actually Doesn't, um Let's see, I'm trying to see, expound on Oneness Viewpoints, so Pretty much Um, oneness viewpoints Are just an old heresy Repackaged, um And all of a sudden the word escapes me But the other church Nonetheless um, confronted this um, Basically oneness Is or Unitarianism Is, is, a, is a heresy um, That is an old one um, That That God is one That God is not manifested as Father Son and Holy Spirit Right we know that um, The Athanasian Creed uh, st- States that The Father is God The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. Right? The Father is not the Son. The Son is not the Father. The Spirit is not the Son. And so on it goes. Uh, So that's basically in a nutshell. Um, Let's see. How important is the church to family, not just on Sundays, but whole week? Uh, I believe the Two part important things about the church or doctrine community, absolutely. We cannot be separated from a church community. One, it's a biblical command for us to be part of a church, to be a member by the way, not just attending, but an actual member on the rolls. By the way, it's a biblical command, right? We all need one another. Um, earlier on, I, I brought up first Corinthians chapter 12. Um, there are there's another place where Paul talks about this, right? We all need one another, and you're absolutely right, it's not just a Sunday thing, it should be all the week. We should be able to rely on each other. Uh, We should be praying praying for one another. We should meet in prayer groups. uh, We should meet in Bible study groups. Uh, you know, things like that. Uh, It's community. It's, 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 if we're not in a church community, the Bible makes it clear that we're handed over to Satan. Why? Because we're all by ourselves and Satan now can just attack us because we don't have one another. We don't have, uh, people to rely on to pray for us to confess sin to or just to talk to no it, it is it, it's not just all we it's an all life thing and i love that and like i said church community is absolutely a biblical command um it has to be um we, we have to do it as believers and 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 those people who, who refuse to do this well i have to question their walk with god on this matter i'm not t- you know because at some point in time you got to come of say kind of say to yourself well god is commanding this but I keep disobeying him So um, There we go uh, Let's see Yeah Let's see mm, Ross says 1st Thessalonians 14, 4, 14, 17 Gives the order of events Coming to the Lord Bringing those who died uh, In him um, Then resurrection And rapture Yeah, yeah It says that the dead in Christ Will rise first We know that And then us uh, So we'll meet the Lord In the sky Um as Doctor Brown has explained a number of times, as he's coming down, boom, he rises. Now, there's another order of events that happens before that, and you can you can study um, uh, Zechariah's chapters 12 through 14, where Jesus shows up. Right, he shows up. The Jews, Israel, looks upon him. Right, looks upon him. No, looks look at him. No, he who they pierced. Right, they they grieve for it. Right. They come to uh, mass repentance because of it. And then all of the other stuff happens. But which is, you can do a good study of the fall feast and how they point to uh, the return of Jesus um, in Zechariah chapters 12 through 14. I don't know any specific books that talk about this. So I can't recommend any to you. Um, but or, yeah, you can find that there. So great questions. Great questions. Um, Got a few minutes left here. Literally three minutes left here. I'm looking at the timer on my screen. Uh, so if you have any questions, um, please go ahead and, you know, if we disagree, that's fine. I still love you. But I appreciate everybody. Um, uh appreciate everybody here bothering to ask questions. Don't forget to hit that like button, by the way. Get this recommended out there. Um, and of course, this will, if you don't know, that this gets uploaded to, to the audio podcast, Restoring Your Voice. So Restoring Your Voices on Spotify, Google, um, Apple Music, everywhere podcasts are basically. So anyways, so just trying to see if there's any more real quick. Um, I don't see any coming in right now, but I'm going to give you guys a few more minutes. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't, to check out the website, um, Davidcmaguire.org davidcmcguire.org Yes, Tony, I have shared my testimony in a number of times um, And I don't think I have enough time To put a link to it But you should, if you're watching on the computer On my YouTube channel um, There should be a little uh, magnifying glass That you can search in um, Testimony And um, it should pop up um, but you know, let me just let me let me just help you out really quickly here. Let me go to my channel. Hopefully, this doesn't mess me up. Let me just double check. I know that that will work. Test Testimony. Yep. Um. Let's see. Right there. Um. Okay. All right. Um. Here's an interview. Let me let me give you. Um. Let me give you this one here on let me go um, copy the link here copy link address and uh, yeah okay let me actually see test testimony okay see if that works there we go that's the best one that's the best one right there Um, I'll give it again another time I love I love giving it Um, in fact by the way this month is my celebration of being saved by the way so yeah it's a good time for me to um it's a good it's a good time for me to um give my testimony again so yeah um I'm so be looking out for that I'll probably be doing it within the next couple of weeks since this is the month I celebrate um that I was saved so there that's um for you guys out there okay then so we are almost at an end um. Thank you, everybody, for watching. But I'll be live again right after this. Okay, and I'll be talking about um, the twofold gift of, of, of repentance. Um. Now I can't, I can't think of it. Um. Anyway, be blessed, everybody, and um, I'll hopefully see you um, right at, in about fifteen minutes from now.